Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. I mean, here's a guy that criticizes everybody, whoever they take. He's got the answers to uh, who you should take and who you shouldn't take. And all of a sudden, he's an expert. He's in our paper two days ago telling us who we have to take. Welcome, everyone, to the first team NFL draft and college football podcast. Another great interview edition. Everyone knows who follows this channel. And first and foremost, hit that like button, subscribe, five star reviews, all that good stuff. You know that I absolutely love being able to dive in to some of the top football players in the entire country. And it doesn't just go FBS, group of five. I mean, we've had the Gregory Rousseau's on, we've had the JC Horns on, of course, in the past, but I've also had on the Jeremy Chins and the Kyle Duggars and the next great small school guys that you need to have on your radar from just a college perspective, but also NFL draft potentially in the future as well. And I wanted to bring on a player that I don't think a lot of people know yet, but they will very soon. And that's Hunter O'Connor, who is a star defensive end pass rusher out of Shadron State, who if anybody has not seen what this young man was able to accomplish this past season, I mean, these stats are just absolutely silly, man. In 2022, 16 total tackles, 24 tackles for loss, 16 sacks. If you go online, you'll be able to find some of the highlights. I fortunately have been able to watch a lot of the coaches film recently of Shadron and just really get a little insight into some of the talent they have, including Hunter. So Hunter, welcoming you to the show, man, for that long intro. Appreciate you for hopping on, man. I know it's been a busy offseason and everything, but how's everything been going and, and welcome to the show finally. Thank you for having me on the show, Ryan. Um, everything's going good. So I'm ready for the fall. I love it, man. I love it. And and I really was interested to just get into the background because obviously we'll talk about the season you just had and the season that you're hoping to have, obviously going forward into the 2023 season here. But I wanted to start and find out how you ended up at Shadron State. You are a Broomfield, Colorado guy originally, Legacy High School. Wanted to hear just a little bit into the brief recruiting background, I guess, of how you ended up where you are now. Uh, well, the recruiting process for me was very long uh, and stressful. Um, being small in high school is not easy to get uh, college scouts to look at me. So I just kept sending my film out to each college coach I wanted to go to. Or if I didn't want to go to them, I still sent them out to get the opportunity. Um, so at the end of my junior year of high school, I only had one offer uh, going into my senior year. So at that point, I was like, I really want to play college ball. I knew as a little kid I wanted to play college ball but only one offer. I might be struggling a little bit. And I knew this was a big decision in my life. So I just kept working, kept working, kept sending my film out. Um, going into the uh, senior year, I got more coaches looking at me. I had more contact with coaches, but I still only had that one offer. Um, at the end of senior year is when I got more looks and more contacts, but I still only got two more offers. One was including Shadron. So since my offices were still open, I just decided to come up here uh, for my official visit. And when I came in here, come, came up here, I fell in love. Um, just all the coaches, the players, just instantly I knew I wanted to be here. Uh, the facilities were great. Um, but the one thing that stepped to me was the player culture. It was this team is player led. It's not coach led. So that mm -hmm. is one thing that very uh, was mind opening to me. So that's the reason I came up to Shadden. Well, and, and for people that don't know much about the school, I mean, you guys have put out a lot of great football players, including Danny Woodhead, obviously, who's one of the best to ever come out of this. Well, 
the best probably to ever come out of the school as far as the NFL perspective. Can you talk to me a little bit, I guess, in your initial, I guess, impressions of Shadron? Like when you first had made contact, I guess, with the staff and they had really been reaching out to you, what was your initial impression of them? Did you know much about them? Like what was just kind of that initial impulse, I guess, about them as, as a school? Uh, so they actually reached out to me first. And when they reached out to me, I had no idea who Shadron was. Um, yeah. It's it's a small town, but it's a small town that it's a football town. So since it's so small, all the uh, everyone around comes to the football games. So um, I was I was curious. Uh, I didn't know really what it was like being from Broomfield, being from a big town. I don't know how much I would like the small town, but I love it. Well, and it, it has certainly worked out for you. And, and we'll get into, obviously, the season you just had. You've been a two-year contributor to the, to the team as well. So it wasn't just one year of production. You also had seven and a half tackles for loss, three and a half sacks in 2021. Wanted to ask briefly, though, because you are one of those unfortunate players that makes the transition to college during the COVID year, which I know probably was a pretty tough thing. How are you able to just kind of, I guess, maneuver and manage that, you know, not being able to play college football immediately and having to really just kind of jump through a bunch of loops and obstacles that first year? Uh, I kind of sucked, but honestly, it was probably the best thing for me. Um, I don't, Technically, you don't have to redshirt COVID year. Yep. So just getting that free year in college, um, weight room, school, practices. And we still had four games that year in the fall. Yep. I didn't play any of the four games in the fall, but we also had uh, – they allowed us to play two games in the spring or two scrimmages or whatever. So I, I was able to play the two scrimmages in the spring and – just getting those two games under my belt was very helpful, knowing the game of the pace of college and the size I'm going up against or just how technique sound I need to be in order to be the player I want to be. And like I said, obviously you had production in 2021 playing in 10 football games, but that production went to a whole other level, obviously, in 2022. Again, 24 tackles for loss, 16 sacks, one of the top sack artists and tackle for loss artists in all of college football, like forget about D2, forget about, you know, other classifications in all of college football. Was that breakout something you were expecting, you know, coming coming from a good player, obviously in 2021 into one of the elite players of college football in 2022? Yes. Um, I've been, I've been working, I've been working every day um, going into two year, my sophomore year. So two years ago, my fir- very first year of college football, um, I knew I had the talent. I knew I had uh the skill is to be a, a good defensive end in the RMAC and just not the RMAC, but in D2 or all of college football. Um, so, yeah, I kind of expected it. Um, my coaching staff put me in a great position to make plays this past year. So when they gave me the opportunity, I took full advantage of it. And obviously that season that you just had, again, I mean, that, that, that production just speaks for itself. But Hunter, just – Kind of taking, I guess, you know, step back for a second and just full scope. Just how proud are you of being able to accomplish what you accomplished last season? You know, taking that rise to being one of the top players, not only on your level, but in all of college from a pass rushing perspective. Uh, I'm very proud of it. Um, Obviously, I'm not satisfied yet. Uh, I still got work to do. Still got a lot of people, uh, show a lot of people who I really am and what kind of football player I am. But I'm very proud of the season I just had. And I believe you are now already – that was the school's all-time sack record, wasn't it, as a, yes. uh, as, a, as, a as a redshirt sophomore, as a sophomore, however you want to kind of phrase yourself last year. Uh, man, it, only up from here, man. How have the expectations, I guess, increased this offseason? I mean, outdoing yourself, obviously helping to the team's success. What has just kind of been the your, I guess, perspective this offseason about trying to even take your game to a higher level? 
Um, I'm just trying to uh, perfect my technique. Uh, that's all I can really do. Uh, maybe get stronger and faster on the field and in the weight room. But if I perfect my technique, watch more film, um, it should it should and will go to a higher level. Can you talk? Because there's there are a lot of high school players, college players that do listen to this podcast, and being maybe from a younger player's perspective, listening to this. What do you feel like has been the most important part of development for you? You mentioned film room a little bit. We mentioned physical development. You told me you gained like five pounds in the offseason already. So the physical development obviously is improving as well. What are some key things that I guess have been a big help to you from a developmental perspective? And it can be from any area. I'd probably say the weight room. Um, coming out of high school, I was not a big guy. I was 215 maybe coming into my freshman year of college. Um, that freshman year, I just hit the weight room, gained 20 pounds. I just kept hitting the weight room and uh, eating healthy, honestly. If you eat bad food, it's not going to help if you keep hitting the weight room. But I say the weight room, weight room for sure. And as a pass rusher, you talked about the film side of things. When you're watching film, maybe of an opposing offensive tackle, let's say, or just an opposing offense in general, what are some key things that you're watching? Like, what are you trying to learn from maybe tendencies, if that makes sense? Uh, just uh, probably the main thing is how light or heavy they are. Um, if you if they're pretty heavy, you know it's going to be some type of run coming to me. Um, and then if they're light, they're probably they might be going down block or pass set. And then just from that, I mean, gives you a lot of things. Um, if they're light, you can kind of uh, pin your ears back, known as might be a pass. But at the same yeah. time, we play run first, so we got to still play the run before the pass. So that's, that's kind of a couple of things that help me. And I would love to hear if in, if in that film, you know, just analysis, if you if there are some NFL players that you love to watch. I know you're a Colorado guy, so, like, I'm getting flashbacks already to, like, Von Miller obviously was a great player for the Denver Broncos, DeMarcus Ware. Are there some guys that maybe you try to model your game after a little bit or just take little tidbits of their game for yourself? Oh, yeah, for sure. Um I like, I like watching Von Miller, um, also the Bosa brothers. And then not when I was growing up, but sometimes I watch YouTube videos on him is Lawrence Taylor. That's a great one. That's a great one. A little bit of a lighter built outside, outside track guy, but I mean, a fantastic player. So kind of, you know, finishing up this interview a little bit, Hunter, I just kind of want to talk about what the goals are for 2023. And you already talked a little bit about, you know, just kind of perfecting your technique and staying within yourself. But from a goal perspective, being goal-oriented for a second, what are some goals that you have? It could be from an individual perspective, from a defensive perspective, team perspective, however you want to take it. What would make 2023, I guess, a, a success in your eyes? Uh, I would say team-wise team first. Um, our, our, our Always our goal is to go to the RMAC, win the RMAC, uh, put ourselves in great position for the D2 playoffs. So that's always our team goal. Um, our coaches always say one and no mentality, so – uh, you want to go one and zero in that rep, and if you don't win that rep, come back and don't focus on that last rep. Focus on the rep ahead of you. So that's our uh, basically our team focus. Um, individual focus for me is obviously just to get better, uh, perfect my technique, and then obviously I want to get um, all first team all conference, first team all region, first team all all American, all that stuff, and just yeah. try to break more records. Uh, just basically perfect my technique and show people who I really am. And I know before we started, I kind of mentioned already, you mentioned that you've had some like physical games this offseason. My last question for you is just this past offseason, 
How unique was it comparative maybe to the last couple years, you know, from a perspective? Because, again, you have a little bit of a different vantage point now, right? Like you're the guy with a target on your back a little bit. Every offensive plays against you this year is going to know who Hunter O'Connor is, right? Like don't let that guy have 16 sacks again. So what has kind of just been your, I guess, perspective or just kind of your initiative this off offseason to make sure that you're maintaining and consistently getting better every day? Um, Nothing's really changed on my, like, perspective on how offenses think of me it's just changed how i think of myself so um I, i'll just go to the field and perfect my technique like i was saying um hit the weight room as hard as i can there's not many days off for me so i try, I just try to go and go and go um but yeah that's basically it i love it again joined by hunter o'connor star pass rusher out of chadron state Make sure if you all haven't been able to see him, there's a highlight film that you can find on YouTube. There's a highlight film, I think, attached to Hunter's profile as well. So make sure you go just check out and make sure you keep your eyes open to everything that him and the team are going to be doing heading into 2023. Hunter, I appreciate you again, man. Getting a little bit of a glimpse into your backstory, a little bit of your preparation, and best of luck on the season, man. And thank you so much for joining the show today. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.